I'm apologizing now that my voice is a little rough this morning. I'm just home from an amazing girls trip to Vegas. I got home late last night and recording this early morning. So not the best voice for recording, but bear with me, mamas. I am just loving this time of year, driving around, seeing all the leaves change colors. It's just so beautiful to see and such a great start to the holiday season. And speaking of the holiday season, it's always been very important to me since becoming a mom that my children viewed the holiday season as a season of giving, not receiving. I make it a point to remind my kids very often how blessed we are in this life and that not everyone was as lucky, that there are so many, even in our local community, that are in need. As human beings, we should be helping each other. There is so much going on in the world that I'm not going to get into in this episode, but it all comes down to labels put on people. When you strip those labels away and get down to the basics, we are all humans. And regardless of what your label is, if you are in need, then as humans, we should be helping each other out. And as moms, we should be trying to raise good humans. And how do you do that? I'm glad you asked. In today's episode, I'll be sharing what I do with my kids this time of year to teach them how to give back to their community and those in need around the holidays. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work, with time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. The holiday season is kicking off. Halloween is next week, which I'm still in complete disbelief of. Thanksgiving is only four weeks away. And deep breath, Christmas is nine weeks away. But this is my absolute most favorite time of year. Although I am starting to love summer more and more. But this time of year is just special. I love celebrating. I love the festiveness. And I love how much nicer people seem to be to each other. It's so easy to get caught up in the commercial aspect of the holidays. But as moms, it's our job to teach our kids that the holidays are not about material things. It's about giving. And seeing how the smallest acts of kindness can brighten someone's day is such a better gift than anything you can really buy in a store. Today, I'm sharing what I do with my kids this time of year to teach them how to be good humans. So let's get started. Number one, lead by example. The best way to get your kids involved and in the spirit of giving back is for you to lead by example. If they don't see you helping people, donating items, donating your time, older your kids get, the more they will start calling you out on the things that you are doing or not doing that you are telling them to do or not do. And side note, this is especially true when it comes to being on your phone. So lead by example. Number two, talk to your kids about the importance of giving back. If you don't talk to them about the importance of helping those in need, then start today, but make it age appropriate. You can then discuss different ways to give back and make a list of the things you want to do as a family. You can use the items that I'm going to list today, or you can come up with your own. Think of different things you can do in your community, for your neighbors, if you belong to a church, a synagogue, or whatever place of worship, any local nonprofits, and let your kids share their ideas. They really may surprise you with what they come up with. 
The rest of the list are things that we do as a family that have now become traditions that we all look forward to. Number three, painted pumpkins for seniors. I actually started this as an event with my Girl Scout troops, which both of my girls are a part of, but I also have Michael paint one too. You can do this just with your family. In our town, we have a lot of Girl Scouts, so that's why we made it an event. And we have the Girl Scout troops donate painted pumpkins. We pick a Saturday kind of close to Halloween when we set up a painted pumpkin patch in the common area of one of our senior living facilities in our town. This year, we have over 100 painted pumpkins being donated. It grows bigger and bigger every year, which totally lights me up. Some years we do a little mini fall festival and have a few games for the seniors to play and give them chocolate as prizes because they love their chocolate. The seniors love seeing all the painted pumpkins and it adds a little holiday festive spirit to their rooms. If you do this as a family, you can either drop them off at a senior living facility or you can call and tell them that you would like to donate pumpkins and you would love for your kids to actually give them to a needy or lonely resident or just a resident that's having a tough time. But just a warning, if your kids are not used to being around the elderly, prepare them ahead of time. Some are hard of hearing, so they may need to talk louder. Some may have memory issues, so they may repeat themselves. And some may not have control of their bodily functions. We've done a lot of events with seniors, and my kids have been exposed to a lot, so they're used to it. And they know the appropriate ways to react, which is pretty much not to react at all. So just have those conversations first. Number four, Halloween candy collection. With Halloween being next week, this is a big one. For the past couple of years, we've done a Halloween candy collection. I post on our local mom's group that we're collecting candy. I put out a collection box on my porch. And you'd be surprised at the amount of candy we collect. It's also a great way to get rid of your candy so you're not eating it. And I know I'm not the only mom that digs into their kids' candy when they're not around. So get rid of that candy. I let my kids pick out a good amount of candy, and then we donate the rest. We sort through the donated candy. Anything that's chocolate gets put in one pile, and the rest gets put in another pile. We donate the non-chocolate candy to the troops. There are a couple of different organizations that do this, but one that I know of is Soldiers Angels, and their collection is called Treats for Troops. Check out my show notes for that link. And then anything that's chocolate, we donate to the senior living facilities because they love their chocolate. Number five, Operation Christmas Child. This is probably one of my most favorite holiday traditions. You may know this one as Operation Shoebox. Uh, Operation Christmas Child is run through Samaritan's Purse. They collect shoeboxes filled with new items for kids and they deliver them all over the world. You basically pick a gender and an age range and fill a shoebox with different items from toys, school supplies, and personal care items. I've been doing this since Michael was an infant, possibly before. Every year, the kids pick who they want to donate to, and we bring their shoeboxes to Target and Five and Below, and they just buy a bunch of stuff. Five and Below is good for, like, coloring books, cute hairbrushes, Play-Doh sets, and mini Squishmallows. Target is good for pretty much everything else. I also make it a point to buy crayons, markers, and colored pencils during the back-to-school sales when crayons are 50 cents a box. And it all goes in our shoeboxes. We then wrap the boxes and bring it to a local collection center. The collection week is actually coming up. It's November 13th through the 20th. So if this is something you're interested in, start packing. The website is also in my show notes. You could check out the website to find out where the nearest collection center is by you. Number six, 
If you have an elf on the shelf or a mensch on a bench that comes to visit your house during the holidays, ask them to bring a box and ask that your kids fill it with toys they want to donate. Our elf has done this a couple of times. He puts a sign on the box, leaves a cute little note, and then you can help your elf or mensch donate the toys. Number seven, work with your church or local food pantry to be a secret Santa. Most churches have some sort of giving tree or a basket with cards noting items that people are looking for. Our local food pantry also has a list. You can just call and say you want to donate gifts and they'll tell you an item or two or as many as you want to buy that they are looking for. They also have items for adults. And I always make sure to buy something for a mom because you know we always put ourselves last, and mamas need gifts too. Some pantries will actually accept wine. Not that I'm pushing drinking, but a nice bottle of wine for a mama around the holidays can be very nice. Number eight, collect Thanksgiving meals for local seniors. We've done this the past few years, and again, it's something that we do with the Girl Scouts, so we do it on a much larger scale. If you have any senior living facilities near you, which I'm sure you do, Reach out to them and ask if there are any residents that can use a meal for Thanksgiving. Seniors typically live on a lower income and will welcome the free food. We collaborate with our local food pantry to get the word out and give a list of specific items that go in our Thanksgiving bags. It's pretty much everything you would have for Thanksgiving except the turkey. We get the community involved and we encourage them to add a personal note or card or maybe a little gift in the bag. We then take all that chocolate that we sorted for um, Halloween and put them in little Thanksgiving-themed baggies with a ribbon on it. And we put one of those baggies in each of the bags that we fill for donations. Like I said, we do this on a large scale. Last year, we actually delivered over 200 meals. But as a family, you can make a meal for one senior or make a couple of bags for a few seniors. Number nine, work Christmas cards. I started doing this one during Superstorm Sandy, so before Michael was actually born. Instead of sending Christmas cards... I donate the money that we would have spent on cards and postage. We take a nice picture, but instead of mailing it out, I post it on Facebook and I let each of the kids pick a charity that they want to donate $25 to. I write what each kid picked as their charity in the Facebook post, along with the link to encourage others to donate to. This also saves you the time and the hassle of doing all the Christmas card work. I also have a hard time sending people my kids' pictures, knowing that they'll probably throw them in the trash. And I also have a hard time throwing cards out for the same reason. Number 10, gift some yummy Christmas baked cookies. Not sure if this is considered giving back. It's more of an act of kindness, which to me is just as important. This has become another one of our favorite holidays traditions. Like a lot of families, we have a day where we bake Christmas cookies. We usually just pick three different types, but I know families that do like 20 plus. We like to keep it simple. We spend the day baking, we package them up in themed cookie tin boxes that I usually buy at the end of the season. So I have a container in the basement that has a bunch of different size tins and boxes. We make bigger platters and deliver one to the police station, one to our fire station, one to our first aid squad, and one to our church for the priests. And then we make smaller tins for our neighbors and we go door to door at night and deliver them. We wear Santa hats and sing a little Christmas song when they open the door. Some may think this is completely cheesy, but my neighbors get a kick out of it. Number 11, pay it forward. This one I do randomly throughout the year, but I also make sure to do it around the holidays. If I take the kids through a drive-thru, I pay for the person behind me. I don't do drive-thrus that often, and I think the most I've actually paid for someone is around $15. But you can ask the cashier how much the person's meal is behind you and see if it's within your budget. 
But my kids get a complete kick out of watching out the back window to see the person's reaction when they find out we paid for their meal or their drinks. And we kind of hope it starts a chain reaction. We don't know that it ever has, but again, it's about giving, not receiving. So when we do this, I try to teach my kids that you don't always have to see the good you're doing. Just know that you're doing good. Number 12. This is a bonus tip, and it's not really something we do. It's something we did when the kids were little, but it's just to give you more ideas. You could really do anything at a senior living facilities with any aged kid. You could have your kids go and sing holiday songs, do a craft, like make an ornament, read a children's book. Your kids aren't in scouts, but you have a group of friends with kids the same age. You can make it a group activity and then bring the kids out for a treat like hot chocolate afterwards. Having done a lot of volunteer work in the senior living facilities over the past couple of years, you can see how lonely they can be and how just a little human interaction can really just brighten their day. So I really encourage this holiday season that you reach out to your senior living facilities. So those are my tips to teach your kids how to give back this holiday season. To recap, number one, lead by example. Start donating and helping to those less fortunate. Number two, talk to your kids about the importance of giving back. It's never too early to start raising good humans. Number three, don't eat painted pumpkins to a senior living facility. Seniors love things made by kids, and it adds a little festive cheer to their rooms. Number four, Halloween candy collection. It's also a great way to get rid of some candy, so you're not eating it either. Number five, Operation Christmas Child. Bring your kids shopping and pack that shoebox. Number six, send a message to Santa or your mensch to have your elf bring a box so your kids can donate some toys. It's a great way to create space for their new ones. Number seven, be a secret Santa. Reach out to your church or a local food pantry and ask what gifts you can donate. Don't forget to ask if there's a mom on the list. Number eight, donate Thanksgiving meals for seniors. Add a personal note or extra treat for an added bonus. Number nine, Christmas cards. Save yourself the time and energy and instead of sending Christmas cards, Post that cute pic on social media and donate the money to a good cause. Number 10, bake cookies and deliver it to your local police department, fire department, volunteers, or maybe even your neighbors. Number 11, pay it forward. The next time you're at a drive-thru, offer to pay for the person behind you. And bonus tip number 12, go visit your senior facilities. Sing a song, do a craft, just show them some love. I hope that you took something away from today's episode. I would love to hear which one you're going to start with your family this holiday season. Or if you have an idea that you would like to share, head on over to our free Facebook community, Mom Wife Career Life, and tell me all about it. Sending you so much love and light. Until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Carrie Pat. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be so grateful if you would take a minute, go on over to iTunes, and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me and let them know they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there is a topic you'd like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life or join our new Facebook community. Sending you love and light until next time on the Mom Wife Career Life Podcast with Carrie Pat.